Hello. Hello. And welcome to episode eight. Eight, I think. Yes. Oh, sure. Of a redhead and a blonde. Hello. Hello. Hello, Camilla. Lala. Hello, Jelly Booya. Who have we got today? We have. Uh, Mark LeBond. Oh, Mar- the Mark LeBond. The Mark LeBond, celebrated yes. photographer. And director. And director. And just general cool style maker. Incredibly cool. Oh, yes, he really Incredibly is. Incredibly cool. He's marvellous. Anyway, so we've got Mark that we've got on the show. And then we're going to oh, Yoda in the Village Hall, <sighs> which I'm really I've been not... roped into again. Oh, it's she's so no, I'm she not annoying. It. You rope me into you, these you things. You love it, Jelly. You no, know I don't you do. love she it. Does. She does. I t- do not. She's been trying on I her yoga outfits all time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> but so anyway, not. we thought we'd play a little game for you, which is called... What's it called? <laughs> it's called Before They Were That's Famous. Right. <laughs> so if you're aspiring to be a, a star... And you're stuck in a men's... Stuck in the men's loo. Stuck in the men's loo somewhere. If you're aspiring to be a star and you're stuck in a mundane job that you really, really don't want to do, this is to give you a little bit of encouragement. Yes. For the bird flippers out there... Yes. ...who have stars in their eyes. Exactly. So, where did it go, Jelly? Christopher Walken was a lion tamer before he became famous. Steve Buscemi was a fireman. Margot Robbie made sandwiches at Subway. Dr. Ruth was a sniper. Seriously. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> John Hamm, otherwise known as the lovely Don Draper in Mad Men, worked as a dresser for a soft core porn movies that aired on Cinemax. Oh and he said it was soul destroying. I bet he did. Jerry Springer, you know that? Nobhead. Sorry, Jenny Dets trust me when I say things like that, but yes. let's face it, he is. Anyway, he was once a mayor, but he had to resign due to Dess, a prostitution scandal. I mean, really. Well, Jerry yes. Springer. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, there and you Taylor know. Swift worked yeah. on her family's Christmas tree farm, picking the praying mantis pods off the trees, collecting them so that the bugs wouldn't hatch inside people's houses. Oh, that's nice of that's her. Kind of. I wasn't yes. just... Bill Murray got arrested for importing £10 of marijuana into. Uh, what's it called? New York O'Hara Airport. Was that his job, though? That's well, not his job. That it was, was just his being job. Him being but then when he was arrested, he stopped doing that oh, as okay. a job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also James Lipton, that dude from the actor studio, he was a pimp. A pimp? Yes. As opposed really? to a pimple. Oh, dear. <laughs> Don't like that, do no. we? Don't like them pimps. Oh, the last one we should say, and this isn't what they used to do, but it's just a nice little thing to know. Nolan Gould, the re- the guy that plays a really thick son in Modern Family. Yeah. You know, he's so thick. He's actually a genius with an IQ of 150, and he graduated from high school aged just 13. Oh, that's like me. Oh, that's like me. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. I was 11. I had degrees in maths by the time I was Five. eight. <laughs> okay, then one and one. She had hundred and ten. She had. To think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Is it Mark? Hi, Mark. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hello, this is Mark LeBon, iconic photographer and director from back in the day, the days of the first face and ID and... The 80s. Yes, I suppose the it was 80s, the 80s. Yeah. What would you say, Mark, was your big decade, your best decade in terms of the work that you were producing? Well, no, it certainly wasn't for the first sort of 10 or 15 years of, mm. uh, of my career. It was probably in the 80s, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah all right. Did you ever assist another photographer? Yeah, I did five years apprenticeship in the studio in Covent Garden that didn't have any daylight, so I had to learn how to use lighting, which was good practice to get under my belt to start with. Yes, pretty helpful. Did you always know you wanted to do fashion photography, Mark? No, I thought I was going to do something a little bit more obviously useful to society than fashion <laughs> photography. Um, like but I Well, anything to sort of promote sort of social change for the better but I became quite disillusioned as in my early adolescence with um mm. with that so I thought what better way to go than taking pictures of beautiful women for loads of money as it happened Easy. I landed up taking pic. most <laughs> of my career was taking pictures of beautiful men but um I, I've had my best <laughs> of beautiful women as well you also took some pictures of a beautiful selection of model agents at models one I remember yeah you were there. I was there. What, what was your first? Um, what was your first job in fashion? What was the first shoot you did, and who was it for? Can you remember? Who paid one. Paid one. Paid one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, editorially speaking, there was a magazine called a free magazine called Girl About Town that I shot for which was like the really untrendy one. There was another one called Miss London that was really trendy. <laughs> and then I landed up shooting for the ID magazine instead of the face. And the face was really trendy. And ID yeah. was like printed on a roll of loo paper at best. It was, <laughs> it was, it was dire. It was, it was more gutter than street. Um, but as far as my first sort of commercial work went, it was very much supported by Laura Ashley and um, Nick oh, and gosh. Jane Ashley yeah, yeah. as when they took over from their parents, employed me for quite a lot yeah. of commercial work. And you did a lot with um, Judy Blaine, didn't you? How did, well, you, that meet, was a little how did you meet bit, him? That was a little bit later on. And um, I was quite frightened of him at first. He looked like quite a thug. He sort of had a shaved head <laughs> and, you know, looked very nasty and mean and um but then i discovered that he was gay and um i became less frightened of him and he was wearing he he was wearing a um an old penny brooch with a, it had the queen's head on one side of it it's about one inch in diameter just over an mm. inch in diameter and it had britannia on on the back of it with the date and he and and what he did was he stuck uh, a clasp over the queen's face and had Britannia outward facing, and it was just such mm. a beautifully simple graphic, lovely coppery color, and um, and he sold them more than anything. He sold these penny brooches for a pound each, and I thought that's oh. my kind of guy who can yeah. who can turn yeah. around that kind of profit that easily. 
I want to get to know him. And not only easily, but incredibly stylishly. So it wasn't enough to take pictures as a way of representing him. I actually became his agent. And I met another young man who had a similar aesthetic of sort of upcycling things. And he was called uh, Christopher Nemeth. And he, he used post sacks. Postmen used to carry these old Hessian post sacks that would get sewn when they got holes in them, they'd get sent to prison for the prisoners to sew them up. And, um, yeah, he made his clothes out of old sort of bits of jacket, like the buttonholes that he couldn't make, and and these post sacks. And, um, yeah, so I liked their aesthetic. It was like deconstruction, reconstruction, sort of version of upcycling. And... I I became both of their sort of agent and um and then Judy went on to become a stylist. Um I did Oh so so Judy wasn't a stylist when you first met no, him. No, he was a jewellery designer. Oh just jewellery. And then right. and then he started to uh, under the pseudonym of, of uh, Poodle. I think that was his <laughs> first name he gave himself as a stylist was poodle i never knew that um but mark um i know that you used to work quite a bit with ray petrie and i think i'm right in saying he um had a sort of fashion movement i suppose to buffalo correct me if i'm wrong but was that a whole kind of movement that you were part of or was it just you know, what happened to be trendy at the time and those were the people that you worked with? I think they wanted it to be seen as a movement. I was coerced into sort of being part of it. I, I didn't, I really, I wasn't asked. They just credited <laughs> one of my first face pictures that I took as as picture by Buffalo, Ray Petrie, <gasps> Mark LeBon. I, and I didn't, I, at the time, know what they, what they were talking about. But... Um, <laughs> Anyway, I was quite upset about that. But then Ray yeah. went on to start Arena magazine up and he gave me quite a lot of work for Arena. And we were very good old friends. So, yeah, I think they sort of, Jamie Morgan and Cameron sort of were quite happy to sort of promote it as this sort of fashion styling movement because mm-hmm. they're very interested in supporting Ray because mm. they moved on from being photographers themselves to being musicians, mm. and they wanted to help Ray out financially. So by um, promoting this kind of fashion movement, it was a way of trying to get him into the mainstream. Right. But sadly, he died before that ever happened. So he was yes, very but it still is. Yeah. Um, am I right in saying that Nena Cherry was... Uh, married to did you say his name was Cameron she, she wasn't at the time she was married to Bruce Smith the drummer in in public image public image um, oh, and the pop yeah. group um but she, of yeah, she later she later went on to marry Cameron yes just going right back what was your inspiration to be a photographer I wasn't very good at drawing um okay. so it seemed like um another way of visually expressing myself which didn't involve me drawing um and so did you go on to study photography when you decided that's what you wanted I, to do? I went on to study communication design which is a much broader based understanding of like all types of communication yeah. and it was only um at the age of 18 or 19 after i'd done about three or four years at art school that i actually realized that um you know, my aspirations for doing something useful in society were not 
met with a very positive vibe from the world around me. And that's when I decided, I, I kept on being offered this job as being a fashion photographer's assistant. Um, and eventually I, I just decided that that would be the better way to go. And and can I just ask you, I know at present, if you're a photographer, that you kind of need to know how to direct or at least shoot a bit on moving image. Um, is that something that you've always done? Yeah, I've always, you... I, I, I was born at, at a time when um, Kodak invented the plastic cassette that, to both have a Super 8 film, moving image film in it, and also stills, uh, 35mm film in it for stills. So, you know, even a six-year-old could put this plastic cartridge either into the back of a stills <laughs> camera or a moving image camera and, and, and you know, produce work. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I was brought into an era where it had all become incredibly accessible and, and, and to a level where a very young person could actually operate a camera whereas before then it was like a roll of film that would flap about and <laughs> you know i think it, it would more like you'd, you'd, you'd need to be sort of 11 or 12 years old to be able to load a film i think a person of two or three would have been able to load one of these plastic cassettes and take pictures so that was the era i was born into and of course it's progressed from there i was going to ask you how did how did you feel when all the digital cameras came in I you have uh, to sit in a dark room. Yeah. Developing uh, your Yeah, no, I, I loved it. I mean what preceded digital cameras for me was the the ability to shoot audio visual stuff, you know, so there there were there were VHS cameras and then smaller cassette time video cameras. Was it Super 8 or no, different? No, it okay. was videotape. Okay. And um and yeah and, and 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 they were in cassettes again plastic cassettes. So any twit could load up one of these cameras. <laughs> and there you were being able to shoot um audio visual stuff and be able to play it back instantly which was obviously very useful to be able to see if you'd actually got what you wanted to get instantly. Absolutely. So, you know, that was that was more of a jump for me than the arrival of sort of digital cameras. It was more oh. in, in the moving image field that it that it um it jumped ahead quite a lot. Yeah, in a but, big jump. So so did you shoot on thirty five mil as well? Yeah, I did. I had sort of little tricks up my sleeve where I'd discovered a stills camera that 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 stills cameras used the same format film, thirty five millimeter, um, as moving image film, and that there were certain cameras that shot twice as many frames, so shot portrait like seventy two portrait pictures instead of 32 landscape ones and that that you could actually treat stills pictures as animations so um um that was a little trick that i used to play where i'd tell a client that i'd shoot on 35 mil get a huge budget for it and then just um <laughs> go out and shoot stills <laughs> That's genius. Excellent. And the other thing you used to do, do I think I'm right in saying, um, you used to shoot on video, transfer it to 16, 
draw on each frame with a sharpie or something and then transfer it back to video is that my imagination no that's that... right as well yeah and sometimes yeah, we transfer it to 35 mil and that's how we'd get the budget for shooting 35 mil where in actual fact we just shot for nothing on video oh that's brilliant. so we just that's had to we, we worked out ways of making as much money out of out of things as we could as easily as we possibly could and in turn it would actually also provide us with with a very fresh looking aesthetic that people hadn't seen before so all of these things served quite a great greater purpose really win 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 all the way around and both of your sons have become uh photographers as well tyrone Mm. and frankie um so obviously you're a great inspiration to them do you do collaborations with them have you worked with them on on anything yes yes we've worked together and most of the time it goes very smoothly every now and again it gets a bit tetchy but um (laughs) it normally normally it's a pleasure but we with less and less recently. What were you able to do it less and less recently, or the pleasurable bits are less and less? Well, recently? they they've got their thing, and I've got my thing, and um, we're just not. It's not yeah. quite the same thing at the moment. I'm working on a book at the moment, which has taken me out of, out of the yeah. scene for about three years, and um, and they're they're very busy getting on with their lives. Yeah, you know, actually, I was thinking to him the other day, we're getting not that dissimilar to the Foxes or the Richardsons in that um, we've got with you and James, who's not with us, sadly, both your sons, me, your ex-wife, um, my ne- three of my, two of my nephews, I mean, basically, all of our family, pretty much, bar one or two, are in the same industry. Creating it's kind an of empire, fun. We, yes, we're creating an empire, Mark. Yeah, nepotism, sadly, still rules. <laughs> yeah. 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 How, much, how much, on, on that, how much help have you been able to give to them with regards to work? Um, I suppose quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all about getting to know people in the business you know i i encouraged my students that the most important tool that they'd ever have at their disposal wasn't a camera or you know fancy films or anything like that um but that it was knowing how to use excel because excel is the basis of your address book it's the basis of your accounts and it's the basis of your calendar and knowing mm. your accounts and who you know and what uh, having an awareness of the value of time and being organized in those three areas is the most important the tool that Excel supports. And, uh, yeah, that's the best advice I could really give anyone, really. Do you miss, um, you used to work, I think, at LCC teaching some of the students fashion photography, is that right? That's correct, yeah. It was actually yes. us. It was actually LCF, but they're all much oh, muchness, yeah. Do you miss that period of your life, or is it quite nice not to have to do homework, check-in and that kind of thing? I've, I've always been very bad with people's names, and um, <laughs> I taught across three years um, in on one course. I taught across two years on another course. So it was probably, you know, two to three hundred names that I should remember. 
<laughs> every year. And for someone who is bad at names, I never did very well in that department. Oh so, and have any of have any of your students sort of risen to prominence? Oh yes, yes, they're all a lot, especially the ones who paid me special attention. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did meet someone who um, has a, or used to have a photographic agency, and she found out somehow that we'd been married before. And she was saying how you were the best teacher out of everyone they'd had, as far as she and her friends were concerned. So whatever the principals might have thought, the students really, really found you amazing you were their favorite so well no that isn't entirely fun. true i think they either loved or hated me oh yes uh, probably there, there were plenty <laughs> of them that you might not have heard of that absolutely uh, hated hated you yes i was just lucky <laughs> not to speak to them yeah. perhaps i i, I um, used to teach them things like i'm not interested in what you know only what you don't know so you know better get things wrong than get things right in my book because otherwise i would be out of a job Exactly. You Absolutely. are so right there. Because a mistake, if you can work it out and get through it, is a gift. Because then you never need make that mistake today. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Learn so so mistakes. you've given us so many um, snippets and tips. But if you were to leave us with a final snippet of helpful information uh, for school leavers, university leavers who want to become directors or photographers and or editors, just want to get into our industry, what would you what would you say to them? I'd say to them, you know, if if you've got room to be of service, you're in with half a chance. But I think, you know, for me, commercial art in its many guises is all about being of service to someone else's needs. And if you're interested in that, then um, you're halfway there. And if you're actually fortunate enough to be able to be of service, you know, then you're well on, on your way. Brilliant. Can I just ask one quick question as well? Because they always talk about, you know, having the photographer's eye, having that vision to, you know, that creative vision. Do you think that's something that you're just born with naturally or can that be developed to see things in a, in a unique way? I think the whole element aspect of that, if you're talking about having a visual eye, is mm. sort of one of the luxuries of, you know, being visually creative. But I think what's much more important is to be able to see what's under one's nose and of course that's one place that you can't actually look at with your eyes um <laughs> so it's it's about it's about sort of seeing in a broader sense um it's about being able to recognize the situation for what it is and to be able to have the imagination for what it might be rather than you know just the simple fact of visual you know well balanced you know view of things compositionally speaking i think yeah. it's more it's a more spiritual eye that that um is is useful yeah mm. I, you know before last thing i wanted to say before we go mark um and i've always said this because i truly believe it but you are the most creative person i know um 
my son is a close second um, and, and may possibly take over, but you really are. So it's been an honour and a pleasure to have you today. Thank you so much. It's been really interesting to talk to you, Mark. Thank you very much for coming My pleasure. And chatting to us. Best of luck with it all. And to all the kids Thank out you. there, have some fun <laughs> on the way. <laughs> exactly. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much, Bye, darling. Bye. 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 Beautiful day for exercise. Yeah. Camilla and I have been dragged into this yoga you class. Yoga. No, you told me to come. Um, it's She's like an exercise. It's like an exercise sort of yogery thing that Sweaty's doing. Yes, no, but apparently it was you know Mary Shiplate from yeah. from the big house. Yeah. She was going to do it, but Sweaty apparently got really heavy and said she's the experienced one. So oh, that she commandeered. Oh, here oh, we are. Oh, here hang we on, are. Hang on, hang on. Gwendolyn. Hello, girls. Gwenny. Hello. Are you coming to the class? Yes. Well, I I thought I'd come and see what it's all about. Oh, <laughs> you, oh and what are you wearing? This? Oh, you Gosh. look very snazzy, Gwendolyn. Well, well, you know, girls, I don't have any gymnasium gear. Wait a minute. So I thought I've got a pair of curtains. I can fashion some pantaloons out of. <laughs> okay, Gwenny, let me just explain. Well, For those of you, you those of you. I think they look fantastic. They do look fantastic, well, but she's... I've not done much exercise. OK, what it is, it's a pair of chintz curtains that she has chopped up. She's got these great big sort of pantaloons that are gathered by the knee. <laughs> Even you she know, looks so even funny. I have to do that as well because I'm very lazy. Oh, I'm sure you two are far fitter than I am. Shall we go on in and see Let's what see, it's I think we better go in. Oh, I haven't oh, changed oh, yet. Oh, I'll change right. inside. Oh, you're, you're, you're yeah. perfectly fine, Camilla. Oh, Come on, <laughs> and you're wearing high heels. No. <laughs> Hello, girls. Come on into my class. Hello. Oh. It's lovely Hi, to see sweetie. you. Gwendolyn, you come too, yes? <laughs> Yes, I'm, what are you wearing, Gwendolyn? Well, it's my new little outfit. No, this I is great. It's lovely. I think she looks lovely, actually, yeah. Sweaty. Well, it's not the sort of thing I expect in my uh, my exercise class, but, you know, it's it's, it's it, for you. It's, it's good, fine. Nice can I take, a, take a place, please, if you can get into a nicely, find a little space over here? Okay. Uh, oh, shit, Camilla, let me just put my... you go there. Yeah. Angela, okay. you go there. Okay. Gwendolyn, you come to come next to Angela here. Oh, I don't know. Oh, 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 right. yeah, yeah, that looks okay. It's not going to be too vigorous, I hope. <laughs> yeah, Gwendolyn, I'm sure you keep up. You do what you what you can do. And girls, girls, what what you don't know is that in my pantaloons I've got a little pocket. I've got a little hip flask. Oh, oh, really? In case we want a little bit of refreshment. Oh, oh I think too. I probably will. Yes. Shit, I don't really like... OK, anyway, have yeah, we got well music for this then. yoga or do we just do it? Sweaty? Sweaty, are you going to give us music or do we I just... I got to give you music, but first of all, I want to talk you through what I got to do with you. Very okay. gentle to start. Okay. We move from side to side with our one leg to the side and to the side and to the side. And then we go to punch up into the air with one <laughs> hand and the other hand. Oh, shit, Jenny, you just punch me in the nose. Punch into the air, girls, come on. And that's what we're going to do. And this is how we're going to do it, okay? Oh, and we will do this with the music. Mango lights. 
Okay. With the music when the music comes on, okay? So very, very gentle. Gwendolyn, are you okay? Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, I, I think so. I think okay. I'm all right. Thank Let's you. Okay. okay. Are so, you ready, Gwendy? Okay, fine. Sure. Um, can I just ask, is this going to be really quite fast? I'm just a little bit worried about Gwendolyn. No, it'll be yes, look, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I watch for Gwendolyn. Okay. 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 And we go to the side. To the side. To the side. To the side. And punch it. 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 Turn it off! Turn the music off! Sweaty, Gwenny's not feeling very well. Please, please, I... Let's get you some water. I do what I think I need to have a heart attack. Oh, Gwenny, Gwenny... That's wine! You can't be drinking wine. Can you get my little hip flask there? Oh, yeah. Here we go. Oh! What are you drinking in my clothes? Your trousers are split. That's hard, God. As if you would have any safety pins. I don't like this is my class. You know why no, you have this sorry. in my class? Why she drink from hip flask no, in my class? You don't drink alcohol in exercise class? Well, I'm sorry, but Gwenny is. She's I not very well. She needs a bit of wine. I actually need it because this really isn't for me, I'm afraid. Well, why on earth you come, Gwendolyn? You stupid woman, why you come? Oh, oh shut sweetie. up, you horrible, horrible woman. Yes, quite right, Gwenny. Sweetie, how do you... Say, little Svetlana, whatever your bloody name is, you can't be like that to Gwenny. She's so sweet. She's never done you any harm. I just thought I'd try. Well, it's not for you. You're a very silly woman to come my class because no. it's very energetic. Hang on, hang on. She made those hang trousers on. especially. We thought it was yoga, Sweaty. Yes, that's what you Sweaty, said, Sweaty. Sweaty, whatever your name is. <laughs> my name is Svetlana. Well, I can never pronounce that, so I'll call you Sweaty. Exactly. We're all calling you Sweaty. Look at your armpit. They're all hairy and sweaty and revolting. They're not staying here for a minute more. No, come on, Granny. Spetty, you go back to Putin and we'll I'm going to carry on with my class. You three can leave. You are useless at this. Get out. Get out, my class. Camilla, get out of my class. Fine, Sweaty. Keep your bloody hair on. You are a nightmare. Oh, my God. Fuck that. Yeah. God, she's horrible. She really is. Are you okay, Gwenny? Well, uh, yes, girls, I, I think so. I might have to just sit down yes. for Yes, come, yeah, come and sit down. Yes, come and sit down. sit down. Let's pull up this chair for you, Gwendolyn. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you dear go. me. Oh, I've took my... Rather took my breath away. Shall we have a little drink? <laughs> Would you like a little drink? Oh, my, my little hip flask. George, she comes in useful. There you are, Camilla. Really you horrible, have a little, isn't she? Have a little slap. She I is. don't like her. I don't know why I went. I wish I hadn't bothered. She's vile. Did you see her armpits? I saw her armpits. I saw her armpits too. They don't. She hasn't shaved them. I don't think in probably forty years. <laughs> I mean, I've never seen hairs as long. She's probably got all sorts of. Wildlife, and badgers, rodents, all sorts. Oh, she's revolting. Have a little drink, Angela. But, but, but Thank wait, you very much, Wendell. But, but, Gwenny, what I don't understand is why does the vicar like her? I mean, what the fuck? Well, you know, what? why do you think? I don't she's know. She's obviously very good between the sheets. 
I should think. Well, for him. <laughs> well, he's a vicar. He's probably never experienced but anything does, like it in his life. When you say that, will you tell me that his wife left him because of his swinging? Well, that doesn't mean she was any good. No, you're right. So, you know, she, right. I mean, look at her. She's very bendy. <laughs> Isn't she? You watch her doing all of that in there. She's yeah, she only is bending. quite bendy. Yes, I suppose she is. So, she? did you see that mark on the side of his face? Whose face? The vicar's face. Oh, I'm sure she slaps him around the yes. room if her exercise class is anything yeah, to go I by. Anyway, girls, I'm going to get home now because I'm yes. a bit tired. Well, Gwendolyn, you let us know if you need anything. You know, yeah, we'll absolutely. Don't, we'll, we'll just be next door. And so. I think we'll Thank pass on any more oh, sweaties yoga classes. Oh, I never want to see the ghastly woman again in my life. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> and she's, I've ripped my trousers as well, look. I only made them yesterday. Oh, well, They're very nice, Gwendolyn. Yeah, they you are. looked absolutely lovely We can sew them. I can yes, sew them for you. Yes, could use them want. in the Shakespearean play, couldn't you? <laughs> 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 yes, you right, could. Come on then, girls. Off, off we go. OK, come on then, Gwendolyn. Come on, here, you take one oh. arm, I'll take the other. Oh, thank That's you, better. girls. You are lovely. Are you feeling OK now? I'm fine. Well, I've got a little bit of flatulence, I think. You know, after, <laughs> oh, after all that shit. moving around, That's I do apologise. Oh, oh, okay. you do on the back. Yes, Jenny, you on the back, I'm on the okay. front. Come on, Gwendolyn. Whoops, <laughs> <laughs> a daisy. Oh, shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>, hell. <now. laughs>